Okay. You're already hitting me with some serious shit right now. No, like, like, okay. So you see how Corona is right now? I already had it. I already had. Oh. <laughs> like I already had the coronavirus. Yeah. So if and I usually I usually never get sick. Yeah. So if there was a zombie up, I'd already be like dead or infected. Everyone like like The Walking Dead. I can see that scenario when you die, you come back to life. That type of shtick. But like, other than that, like everyone's fucked. Like you're gonna die and turn into a zombie eventually, whether it be by disease or by like. Oh my god. I was loud as shit. <laughs> oh, that sounds great. <laughs> hey, and then when you read that, will you put that on mute? Yep. Yep. Baja Blast? Yes, sir. It is. We can have it by the can now. Oh, it's good to be back here. Thank you. Yeah, man. Thanks for uh, thanks for doing this. Oh, thank you for having me. First time on video. Oh yeah. Can they see me well? Well, I wonder what just happened. It just beep beep beep. Said fuck you. Huh. I wonder if that's because I what. Mm. Uh, okay, whatever. Mm. Well, <laughs> all right. Welcome. Hello. I'm probably am gonna eat a, a couple of these. On. That's perfectly fine, dog. That's perfectly fine. Eric's back on. I'm back. After <laughs> hiatus. Yeah, man. Uh, it's good to be back. It's good to see that you're like, oh, are we, are we starting, starting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, why not? All right. So uh, it's good to see you doing well. Uh, you're probably way past 30 days at this point. <laughs> yeah, way past. By the time this comes out. By the time this comes out, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, As at the time of recording, I'm on 29 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's so good to hear. Three. No. Is today Wednesday? Today's Tuesday. Tomorrow's tomorrow's thirty. You tried though. You did. That was a good after. You were close. What was the point that made you go, okay? I need to stop. Like what 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 was like off bad phone? What was what was your defining moment? You told me. A word? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, there was a lot of people who have told me that, like, I need to cut back or, you know, slow down. I've heard those ty- types of sayings, and I've never actually tried to quit. But I've had lots of, you know, I need to take a break or I need to I need to chill out for a little bit. I've had lots of those moments. Mm-hmm. But no one has ever told me that I need to stop. Ever. <laughs> word? <laughs> no, never. Not even once. It's like that little push you needed. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like I've known for a while. I'm not one of those people that can enjoy responsibly. No, <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been for, well, pretty much the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> 
So uh, actually, I mean, hopefully by the time this releases, uh, we'll have the the new project that I'm working on coming out. Um, it's called Sober Knots. Mm. Um, and basically, it's a it's a comic book that I'm working on with a, an artist, uh, a writer, and John and Jessica are like. I'm using them because John's also quitting. Jessica's quitting. Um, oh, wor- yes, yeah, yeah. So um, we want to we want to try to use some, you know, some inspiration, some stories from them. But basically, what we want to do is we want to release a hundred comic strips over the course of fifty weeks, mm-hmm. um, and the idea is to draw upon some, drum up some like, uh, I guess, awareness. Oh, like like life stories from drinking. Yeah. So like it would be like the cartoon characters doing what you did when you were like yeah drunk. Um. So it's um the plot devices. They're in a bar and it's the sober knot, just depicted as like a astronaut. Why not the space bar? Yeah, yeah. They'll be at the space bar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and um and yeah, so they'll be at a bar and it'll be just the sober knot, and then there will be an alien. And the alien is um, addiction manifested. So, um, for instance, in the first episode that we've we've kind of got together, we're still fine tuning it, but um, they're in the bar, and the alien says to the sobernaut, "Hey, um, you remember the first time we hung out?" And the sobernaut's like, "Yeah, but I don't really like you because most of the time when we have our first drink of alcohol, we don't really like it. No, it's not good. No, but and this, but the sobernaut's like, yeah, but my friends liked you, so I I kept going, I kept hanging out with you." Mm-hmm. You know, because that's often how we fall into the, you know, peer pressure. It's one of the ways that we fall into addiction. Yep. Um, and so, and then the alien replies, yeah, but what do you think about me now? And then the, the sober not supposed to take a drink of his beer and he says, you're not so bad. Mm-hmm. So, and then, so that's episode one, kind of just delving into it. And so we want to do 99 more of those. Um, every, every beginning and end of the series there's going to be 10 series, 10 episodes each series. There will be an actual plot, but every other episode will kind of just be stories that have happened over the course of, you know, 10 years or whatever. Um, I think I'm going to kill him. <laughs> the alien? <laughs> no. So we're not? Yeah, I think, I'm going to, I think he's going to commit suicide at the end of it. I'm not sure yet, though. Mm. Um, I don't know for sure. It, at the very least, there will be an alternate ending. Uh, I've already talked to the artist about that. I got to talk to my writer about it, but um, yeah, the idea is that we'll hopefully be able to sell some merch and donate the profits to uh, organizations that help. The founder of Alcoholics Anonymous is a douche. Have you heard about that? Yeah, fuck him. I don't know. He's, like, he's completely. Have you not known like no, what he's done? No. Hold up. Okay. I don't use alcohol anonymous. Anonymous. Yeah, just don't. They're, don't if you're know. looking to quit, I highly recommend r slash stop drinking. Those guys have been awesome to me. They haven't, like, yeah. Shit. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I just I have to let people no, know please, about this guy. No, please, tell them. Let them know. So this is the guy who, like, invented, or, or I guess started the program? Yes. He's a douchebag. Why? Um, He did some shit. He was not a good person. <laughs> like, I'm not even shitting you. Okay. Hold up. Facts. Okay, cause I cause I watched a YouTube video and you know like the top ten type shit. Okay. Uh it was uh Robert, okay. 
And let me see. I can't remember, but he was just an asshole. <laughs> Complete douchebag. Let's see who it was. It was between Bill Wilson. Okay. One of these people was like, I can't. I'm too lazy to look it up it's right all good, now. It's but, all good. like, you guys will know. Like, if you watch any YouTube channel where they're like, are these people really good? Like, Mother Teresa? Fuck her. Fuck Mother <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> that bitch. Whoa. She was like, I believe suffering is uh, the, uh, God's way of, you know, uh, showing that we're human. I was like, fuck? <laughs> and so she would, like, forcefully convert people on their deathbed. She would, like, tell people uh, they're doing the best treatment possible, but they're not. Like, random That's people would be shown up to help cancer patients and stuff like that. So it would really suck. So it would, like, Catholics would come in and they'd be shook because they thought these people were getting, like, class A treatment. No. They were, like, sleeping on cots and shit. So fuck Mother Teresa. Wow. Not a good person. Should not be a saint. <laughs> uh, I'm going to refrain from commenting on that one. You're, I'm just going to let you know. Yeah. Do not have anybody be your idol because your idol will let you down. Yeah, probably. That's I mean, why people believe in God, because he can't. <laughs> there's a, uh, yeah, you because he's because it's the, the time, idea yeah but by the time you would supposedly meet him you know you can't report back yeah <laughs> hey guys i'm back it turns Whoa. out god's actually a fucking dick <laughs> yeah he was just laughing the whole time my mom had stage four <laughs> oh what would god sound like would uh i i hope he sounds like morgan freeman <laughs> I hope it's. I hope he's. I hope he laughs like Seth. Is it Seth Rogen? Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god! I like how you know, like when I'm in the building, when you hear my laugh, because you're like, that's no, that's Eric. Yeah. I, There's a couple laughs to it. There mean a couple laughs. There's a couple different laughs that are like pretty iconic to to you. There's the there's the like. Are they all sober laughs or like drunk laughs? I think you when you originally told me the different types of laugh you had, you had uh, like two of them were sober, one of them was high, one of them was drunk. Oh okay. yeah, yeah. So one of the so, one of my like there's there's two distinct sober laughs. <laughs> one of them is just me laughing at a joke, like <laughs> yeah. And then there's the one where something ironic happens, like I'm talking about someone, and then I see that person immediately. I go <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I turn into a complete deviant. Like I just think that's like. That's me having a real good guttural laugh. I love irony. Irony's delicious to me. Delicious. It's delicious. Like, if something ironic happens to me, like, I make a bunch of, like, cancer. If I get cancer, I'm going to laugh. I'm, like, fucking straight up. Because that's, like, I made those jokes so many times, it's pretty ironic that it happened to me. No, yeah, that makes sense. Or, like, I make a joke about, like, how I'm going to beat the shit out of someone, and then I get the shit beat out of me. (laughs) That's funny as fuck. So I just I just enjoy those. Uh, drunk, drunk me just laughs at whatever. Like anybody tries to give me authority. Like when somebody tries to like do be an authority figure over me, it's really hard. You have to earn my respect. You can't just tell me what to do. Yeah. And so I'm like, that's why it took took Devin a minute. <laughs> Did take a while. I don't. Know. Well, also I didn't really demand too much respect. I'm pretty. You didn't say, do this. You were like, hey, could you do this yeah, and this you, and this? Hey, dog, help me out real quick. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I was listening to uh, the the Thomas episode of Down Earth not too long ago. Mm-hmm. I was re-listening to it. And he was he was telling me about the time that you came up to him when you were in a coconut party. You go, Thomas, I'm sad. Yeah. I'm just like. <laughs> I, I literally, I clinically diagnosed to have major depression. 
Like that's the fucking notes on the thing. Like not even like, oh, it's depressed. Major depression. <laughs> like what does that even mean? I'm like, damn. Like and they so, had to add, add a whole extra fucking word in that. Yeah, I was like, Jesus, <laughs> fuck. It went straight to cor- straight past corporal. God damn. Jesus, and it was like, cause like I would, I, I, I knew it wasn't normal for me to like just laugh and then like go stone face and like look sad a little bit and then go back to laughing. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, you're just Eric. It's Cause, uh, this, uh, I don't know why, but young people love me like freshmen and stuff. And they're like, Eric is so cool. Yeah. I'm like, bro, I just, I just know a lot. <laughs> I just, pro- I've been there where you, I've literally been at the lowest low yeah. at the highest. High- that lowest low was probably that coconut bra, Eric. <laughs> I have a picture of him. I'm going to make it my screensaver soon. I was because th- when he first told me it was the first time I ever heard that story, and I and I was like, "How do you? How are you sad in a coconut bra? Like that seems like something you should be happy about." <laughs> well, which is also ironic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because I, I was like one of the first times like going in on drinking. Like I told, like I could tell you the highlights of that party. I told a girl, but I thought she was hot because she had a fat ass. <laughs> Told someone I was going to kill myself. I fell down the stairs. I threw up. I don't remember throwing up. Uh, I had to have Nathan Whitty hold me up while I pissed. Uh, I had to do a... It was, it was not a... It was not... It's probably some of the lowlights <laughs> of Eric as a person. I thought I was never going to go to another party. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's very fun for me, though. Because I like to look back on it and I'm like, damn... <laughs> so, so you haven't done uh you're not doing everyday people anymore right uh, or is it just like on hold or it is it's on hold for right now i mean if it's like backed by popular demand yeah like if people like wanted to come back i'll think about it yeah because i've been like you know at my store for so fucking long yeah like i i, I, I like i was off for nine days and i come back the world's on fucking fire and i had to like <laughs> help close and shit and like when school officially started so many people that like would like you know come in they got kind of fucked by like reality <laughs> and they were like i can't do this and i'm like bro god damn it so i had to send like one of the managers home because they're a freshman in college and they're so far from home and they're like i have to take so much notes and i'm like oh, it's okay i'm here <laughs> i've basically become what thomas was to me because i forgot what i called him but there's this big okay. So do you know what a Judas lamb is? No. A Judas lamb is the lamb that knows it's going to be okay in the slaughterhouse, and so they would put that lamb in with all the other lambs so they don't panic. So like, so like that lamb knows it's not gonna like it's not gonna get slaughtered, so it's yeah. just chilling. Yeah, it's chilling. It calms everybody else down. Oh, That's what it's fuck. supposed to do. Okay, isn't that fucked? Yeah, that's pretty fucked. They're like, he, he's like, yeah, guys, it's gonna so be wait, okay. So you're the Judas lamb. Yeah, <laughs> I come into the slaughterhouse. It's gonna be fine, bud. It's okay. I promise. No, and they're gonna get slaughtered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, dog. <laughs> it's gonna be a okay. <laughs> it's gonna be fine. I promise. <laughs> God damn. We're doing three thousand dollars lunch. Oh, it's okay. Yeah. It's a okay. <laughs> I mean, at the end of the day, you still get to go home. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? I would love to work a mid, but I can't because I got marching band. Yeah. I'm going to Atlanta soon. So by the time this is recorded, we would have already played. Yeah. So I like I've I've been doing a lot. Yeah. And I I was at a point in my life where I was like, damn, I don't know what I want to fucking do anymore. 
because mm-hmm. like podcasting, like stand up, I was like, I don't drive, so like, it's it's not really a big point in me like going to comedy shows anymore because I'm not gonna like go out and do stuff. You know what I mean? And so I'm like, maybe noodles. And then I thought about it. I was like, man, I really hate customers. <laughs> like. <laughs> For someone that works so well, in the, like I'm really good at my job. Yeah. Like I'm not. I don't care if it sounds like I'm bragging. I'm good at what I fucking do. Right, like right, I get right. shit done. I know how to like get people the fuck out. Mm-hmm. But I hate customers <laughs> with a passion. I can just like cuss one of them out. I even had a people's rant about it. Like I fucking hate almost watched, every single one of them. I watched it recently. It still hits hard. I just because it's true. Because I just I'm just telling the truth. It's just, it's not even because they're like, it's not even the people. It's just, I hate the fact that I have to service this person who thinks they're like, some people think they're like God and they deserve all these other things. I'm like, fuck you. You can go eat a bag of dicks. You can <laughs> go suck a goat cock. Yeah. I'm yeah, tired of your shit. Because I remember you, uh, you were telling me that you weren't going to go back to school and stuff and like, and now you're back in marching band and stuff. You bought a tuba. Yeah, I bought a tuba, man. Yeah. I'm going to go back, play tuba because that's. No. Uh, so can you actually, like, can you end up getting enough college credits just doing marching band or? No, you need to take other classes and stuff okay. like that, but that's okay. I'm At this point, I'm willing to, I used to hate debt, but debt at this point is looking way better than just staying at noodles for me. No, it makes sense. It makes perfect sense to me. Because I'd rather play tuba. And that's one of the, it's one of the three things that make me happy in this life. Playing the tuba. Being on uh, doing stand up comedy and making people laugh, having a good show, and then like being around the people that I love, which includes you. Thanks, man. Very welcome. Um, yeah, I always enjoy hanging out with you. Um, so, but you also said uh, that you weren't interested in doing stand up right now. Is that is that strictly just because you're not driving or? Yeah, I just like as I've, I'm honestly honest to God, I feel like if I knew how to drive, I wouldn't be working on noodles. Fair. Because I wouldn't have a like a need to, because it's like super convenient for me, because I can just walk to it's work. Close, yeah, yeah. But like, I remember how I used to get up super early and be at at the door waiting at like six. Yep. I can't get up. Like I have alarms for five thirty and six. I was like, all right, I'm gonna get up. It's ten forty seven. I used to do this all the time, and I get up. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> how did I do that? I feel that. I feel that. So it's like I'm 23. This just should be cake to me, but it's not yeah, anymore. And so I'm like, man, fuck gonna, that shit. It's only gonna get worse. <laughs> yeah, it's caught up to me. So I'm just so I don't get there earlier as balls anymore. I get there like I don't know, like 30 minutes before. Mm-hmm. I used to come in like hours before because mm-hmm. it's like it's draining me so much, and like I shouldn't have to dread like coming to work sometimes. You know what I mean? Or like. Every time I try to get a shift covered, and like I post it in the chat and nobody answers, I'm like, fuck, well then, all right, cool. Yeah. And then somebody else needs their shift covered and they're like, we got you. I'm like, fuck, okay, cool beans. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's that's definitely what can happen in a restaurant when, when shit isn't running right, you know? Yeah. And you're not like the general manager. You shouldn't have to be running the whole store. Yeah. I and mean, that's not, it shouldn't be up to you. At Noodles, it feels like, um, I don't want to say Sisyphus because a lot of people don't know what the fuck that is anymore. I was gonna say you got to you got to explain that. Yeah, one it's me. like going up the downwards going S elevator, but going at the same speed as the stairs. It's like you're in the middle, but you're just keep you stay in that spot. It's going. It feels like you're making progress, but you're not making any. 
That's what Sisyph- that's what the Sis. Uh, I don't know what it's properly called, but that's like Sisyphusian, whatever. Uh, Sisyphus was a guy who had who was doomed by the Greek gods to roll up to roll a stone up a mountain and then uh, would always fall. Right. And he would have to do it over and over and over. And that's what it feels like at noodles. Because I'm like, all right, cool. I set it up. They should be fine. And then I'm like, ah, oh, fuck. I have to come back and I have to help out again. That was kind of uh, that was kind of like the the motive for me to to stop by at your restaurant the last couple of times that I did uh, was because um, my boss recognized that that was an issue that you know things would get set up and then it would the setup wouldn't continue mm-hmm. and then there'd be like a bad close which of course only ruins the open the next morning so it's like so the goal was for me to get in there and help you guys with whatever you needed through the mid hoping that that would set up the night shift even better. And then the night shift would have a good close so you could have a good open bro. But bro. it doesn't sound like it worked. <laughs> no. <laughs> Car town is so weird. It's so weird. Yeah. Well, it's fucked. But let's get off of work because <laughs> it's only making me not anxious, but like God, I, I, I look forward to the day where I can just play tuba and like I can just play around on my tuba and not have a worry in the world. Cause that's like that's if I can be broke, I could be fine with negative fifty dollars if I'm being paid to play tuba. Like that's I'm okay with that because I'm playing tuba and I'm having fun. Mm-hmm. And it's probably the best thing that I've ever did in my life. Like that's one of my proudest accomplishments. Have like, you ever thought of doing like uh like combining tuba and stand up? No, fuck nah. no. I'm not gonna bring would... a tuba on stage. I hate I hate the crowd as much as I hate customers. <laughs> Uh, you've told me that before. I the think. crowd is a means to an end. I'm not your friend. I'm letting you know now. If you, I could, if I had jokes good enough, I would make fun of every single one of you fuckers. But I don't. So I try to relate to you guys. And you guys just sit there and like stare like a bunch of fucking babies. And I have to explain shit. And then that's why I break the fourth wall all the fucking time. Because they're like, oh, he said the N-word. I'm like, bro, it's okay. I'm black. It's <laughs> it's fine. People people on the recording won't know that I'm black, but it's fine. Like, I think that's one of my favorite things about myself. Is that like I code switch a lot. Where I can like, when I get super mad, I start talking like with a thick, heavy, like, <laughs> like, Ebonics accent where I'm like, nigga, what the fuck is going on, dog? I'm really fucking pissed. I'm tired of this shit. Uh, or I can go like, yo, dog, what's going on? Are you happy? Like, I talk like a hip white teacher. Yo, dog, what's up, man? Are you okay, bro? Do you need help? We could sit here and, like, vibe if you need to. Do you, do you sit in the chair backwards also? <laughs> yeah, I turn the chair around. Hey, bud. Yeah. You got to turn the hat around, too. Make sure you do that. Like, I'm Ash. Catch him. Hey, Doge. Yeah. Oh, man. Do you have a question for me, Devin Gray? I, I mean, I have I have nothing prepared, man. I figure we just get on this bitch and start talking. I'm enjoying every minute of it. The problem the problem is is and I didn't find this out because this is the first time recording mm-hmm. this. Um, if I leave this application, the camera stops. Oh, word! So I actually have a lot of like questions and stuff on this phone. I'm just so scared that the video is gonna stop. Oh, okay, I got you. Uh, so here's one. Um, Hit me with it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to do some stuff real quick. go ahead so what was the point when you thought this is this is this is a problem this is a singular problem for me and i need to stop um this is for both of us by the way yeah um i don't think that there was ever one 
moment. I think that it was a combination of incidents that have uh, gone on since I started drinking. Mm. Um, And only, only now in my, now that I'm sitting on this grand pedestal of 29 days sober, (laughs) um, do, do I see some of the things that I did as fucked up as they were? Whereas before, because I was sick, and please, for the love of God, understand that the, I mean that. I've listened to a lot of books. I've talked to hundreds of people. And I really tried to educate myself. And I, I have a different, again, it's it's easy for me to say this stuff now that I've got 29 days sober. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa, shit. It is the longest I've been sober in 10 years. Oh. Uh, and I'm not exaggerating. <laughs> so at that point. You just, you've gotten over some of the hardest days. Yeah. I I view alcohol very differently now. Um, of course, we all know that alcohol is bad for you. But um, understanding how it fucks with almost every part of your life, um, it really, it, it changes the way you view it. Uh, and I won't, I'm not going to ever look like if you, if, if, if you want, a shot of whiskey. I mean, I've got some whiskey. I'm not going to look down on you for it. Mm-hmm. it. I have a different relationship with it than you do. And clearly, I mean, there's a, there's pretty compelling evidence that there's no such thing as alcoholics. We, we all are alcoholics. We're just in different stages. Mm-hmm. Um, like autism. Okay. <laughs> Everyone's a little bit autistic, bro. Sure. Yeah. It's, it's a spectrum. A spectrum. Yeah. <laughs> but like, I had I, I had the predisposition, uh, childhood trauma, you know, all that stuff. And then also when I started drinking, I abused it almost immediately right out the gate. And then not handling depression and things like that. Um, so, I mean, I was I was just bound to, to abuse it. And under, now that I'm sober and, again, understanding and learning more about it, like it fucks with your sleep, which fucks with all other sorts of stuff and, um, it, it'll, it, it'll make you do some stuff that you, a normal person wouldn't, even if you don't drink, like even when I had my sober moments, you know, maybe a day or two where I, where I wouldn't drink, I'm still way different. You as a person, if you've been drinking that long and that severely are way different than somebody who doesn't drink mm-hmm. and it's crazy. So I don't know. There was never one, one moment where it was like, I got to stop drinking. Even when I told him my car, um, even when I got into the car accident, which wasn't necessarily my fault, but maybe I could have avoided it if I wasn't drinking. Maybe I could have swerved out of the way or something like that. But, mm-hmm. yeah, there was no one incident. It was just the combination where it was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Ten years. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, same, same, I don't know why I asked that question. I should have asked, like, how did it, like, whatever. But, like, for me, it's been, like, kind of, like, the same deal where I'm, like, yeah, I don't have a problem with, like, weed or, like, stuff like that. And then I was, like, man, I don't I don't want to do anything. <laughs> like, I've been smoking for about two years. And now, I was like, for there was a solid period of time where I was, like, all right, cool. This is fun. All right. When I first started getting into it, I was, like, man, I'm really fucking high right now. This is fucking phenomenal. And then I was like, all right, I'm high. Cool beans. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm, high, I'm here to hang out and eat. And then it's gotten to the point where I'm high. 
I don't want to play video games. Yeah. I don't want to do anything. I just want to lie down. Yeah. And then it became my sleep medicine. And then and then it's kind of it's starting to like to me, it's like maybe I should quit. <laughs> yeah. I used to say moderation is key, but uh, I can't say that anymore. <laughs> There's no such thing as moderation for me. Um, because some people, when they when they're doing stuff, they go off the you go off the fucking deep end. Like oh, I'm not I'm yeah. not talking about you. Oh no, but like, yeah, but no me. <laughs> like when I when I first started, and I was like, man, this is cool. I'm like, all right, and I dive. I literally dove into a swimming pool full of liquor, and I was like, this is amazing. Alcohol, weed, acid. I'm gonna do everything. Yeah. And so I'm not like now that I'm like. And I just got done doing, like, not too long ago, acid. Mm-hmm. And so I've just done all these things, and it's gotten to the point in my life where I'm like, there's nothing these can give me that I can't do, like, sober. Yeah. And it would be cooler sober, but, like, I only do it for, I don't, when you use it to escape your reality, that's when it's, like, for me. Mm-hmm. And I use it, because I always tell people, don't use this to run away from your feelings, because your feelings will always be there. This high won't be there forever. Yeah. And that's what makes you lose your money and lose your, like, uh, physical health to this type of stuff. Absolutely. And so I'm like, hey, just make sure you're not doing this and this, and then you're good. And so I uh, I make sure I'm in a good heads- headspace, and I don't smoke whenever I'm having a bad day or whatever. Because then what happens is like, oh, I had a bad day because this and this and this. And I'm like, okay. And then you smoke. And then you start making up excuses why it was a bad day. And then yeah. you start, like doing it anyways and you're like oh it doesn't matter anymore and then you just go off the deep end yeah well it's it's interesting uh we were when we sat down and me and jessica were kind of spitballing ideas for different episodes of this comic thing that we're doing um you know she brought up you know um how like you know if if you have a bad day you'll you'll drink Mm -hmm. you know it's like i had a shitty day so i'm gonna get drunk and just forget about it then then a few few minutes go by wait wait a second we also drink when we celebrate. So if you have if you if you had a promotion or if you had a really good day or or you got that bonus, you'd go out and drink. Mm-hmm. And it's just like when you're an addict, you'll find a reason. Yeah. You don't need a fucking reason. You'll make it up. Yeah. And if you and even if it's just like a and it was never even bad days or maybe there were really good days and maybe there really there were some really bad days, but like a mildly kind of neutral day in your mind you'd be like either this is a good or bad day because i'm i I need to drink today because i'm an addict so you'd just be like oh you'd fly off the handle one small little thing that pissed you off or you'd get really happy about this one thing so you'd be really happy and you'd be like i get to drink today yeah and don't worry i'm not an alcoholic because i got a reason to drink exactly (laughs) exactly that's what gets people uh my family apparently had a pro has a problem with like addict addictive substances yeah so like my grandfather, he smoked and he drank, and so my mom tried to keep me away from that stuff, but I was like super secondhand smoked, addicted already, mm-hmm. and so I'm like, like I'm not addicted to cigarettes. I'll have a cigarette every now and then, but I'm not like gonna go buy a pack. Yeah, like I will never smoke a pack myself. I will never drink a whole pack of beer. Mm-hmm. Like I won't do that, but like I'll probably spend 140 on weed. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, she's probably right at that end, and then like. All this stuff is just like, cause one of the questions, did I ever tell you uh, about the Miami trip? Um, aspects of it. Yeah. Uh, when we were swimming in the, uh, in the, in the ocean, I was just like doing a bunch of voices and stuff like that. What I usually do. And I was like, Austin said, 
stop doing impressions. Where's the real Eric? And I was like, uh. And I was chilling in the water, like coming down off acid. And I was like, uh. Why would you ask me that question when I'm this fucking high? <laughs> now I had to think about it, and I'm feeling like all the seaweeds and shit like that. Salt water doesn't burn my eyes as much because it was so nice. And I'm just thinking about it. I'm like, damn, what am I? <laughs> I, had a, I had a similar uh, situation. Uh, we had this awesome shroom trip. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you, you've used psychedelics, you know that, they can be really profound to your ego. You can even have ego deaths on those kind of things. And I was having this really profound trip and I was like, I don't know. I was definitely feeling something and kind of like starting to dive into myself. My friend comes up to me who's also tripping and he goes, isn't it crazy how this is just all an illusion and it's just a filter over life. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> God damn. I was doing a thing here. <laughs> I was exploring myself and now God damn it. Yeah, you're right. It is. It's just a drug. God damn it. <laughs> Do you know why people, I don't know why like, it took me a while, but I like death doesn't seem as scary anymore because it's just the end and like everything comes to an end. Like you don't get like yeah. some people get sad if, after end of a book, but it's like it is here. This this stuff will happen that will like you have no control over. Mm. This is all going to happen. But there's one thing in the solid great. I know it sounds dark. It sounds super fucking dark, but like death is the end and you shouldn't like look forward to it. But it's just like. If you accept it now, it won't be, like, as detrimental or whatever. You know what I mean? No, I agree completely. And, like, I, I've held that, that opinion for since I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. And because um, I used to have a big thing with death when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd ask my mom, like, all sorts of crazy fucking questions that, you know, you can't even answer to a, an adult, let alone a, a kid who doesn't understand. Um. Yeah, it's it's an inevitability, right? I mean, there's nothing you can do about it. Does that help with the fear of dying? Not really, but like, if as long as you can come to terms with the fact that it is going to happen, there's no real reason to worry about it and be scared over it. Yeah, it's fucking scary. I mean, nobody wants to fucking die. We're all gonna. Mm-hmm. Does that really help the fear? Not really, but like, why worry about it? Do you know what I can promise? I promise people like. 200 years ago, we're having, like, this conversation. Like, are we going to... Why are we going to die? Yeah. This is, and then they, they they didn't give a shit because they were, like, dying from shitting too much. But, you like, <laughs> at the same time, they were like, yeah, we're going to die, but that's okay. <laughs> like, no one's, uh, no one's going to live forever. No. Like, sh- does that mean go jump out of a fucking airplane without a parachute? No. That no. means... Uh, just live the best you can. Yeah, live your best life. And then you won't be remembered in a million years. No. You probably won't be remembered in like a thousand years. You probably won't be remembered um, two generations after you die. Exactly. <laughs> so like, that's why I'm just... Unless you're like Jeff Bezos or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Then you're good. Oh, that's gr- your great, 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 you know great I mean? grandfather's you know money, I mean? asshole. <laughs> But like names like like Rockefeller and stuff like that, those names stick around. But it's gonna be gone. Yeah, eventually it will. Yeah, yeah. like there's yeah. like I'm pretty sure there's some rich, super cool dude from like the Middle Ages that is completely gone out of the history books. Yeah. And so like you're, they're only remembered due to the events, not because of the person themselves. Unless you're Osama, then you're fucked. <laughs> so I had a I had a big thing with that actually when I was a young when I was a young man. Mm-hmm. Um. I was really big in creating this legacy, a, a name for myself. That changed dramatically when 
when I had kids. Mm-hmm. And like, I'm not saying anyone should have fucking kids because there's too many goddamn many of us on here. But like, it really will change your shit. Mm-hmm. I don't really care about making a name for myself as long. Like, they're they're my name. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They're going to carry me on. It won't be me, but yeah, you know what I mean? Oh, man. I just enjoy the fact that I've, like, not, like, given up on living. Yeah. Because there's so many. Like, I, I think back, and I think about, like, all the stuff that has, like, happened because of me. That other people started doing stuff. I'm not. That's not me trying to bring I it all around. I like, I don't care. Man. Okay. Go ahead. <laughs> but, like. But, like, if I was, like, I don't know, there's, like, certain points in my life where if I did decide to do it, like, some people would have never, like, even had a connection with other people and stuff like that. Like, I remember some people, I was, like, their inspiration to get into comedy. Mm -hmm. Like, I I inspired people to, like, you know, talk to other people. Like, I've talked to people that are, like, yeah, I changed my major because, like, the way you explained this and blah, 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 blah. This was like, it made more sense. And I was like, Hey, I've, I've pushed people to make better life choices. I don't think I've made, I've purposely done like people to like make bad decisions in their life. Well, I like asked them to like drink and like smoke with me. Oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> but like, am I going to tell them, Oh, you should, you should totally cheat on her, bro. No, mm-hmm. I'm like, Hey, I try to be as morally correct about decisions about people's lives as possible. Everything else, I don't fucking care. Right. Yeah, no, and that that goes to everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody has made an impact. I mean, whether it's small or big, you know, everybody has made an impact. We were just talking about it uh, on Thoughts for the Mothership uh, last Sunday. Uh, Preston was talking about how fucked up he was when he left the first time he was on. Mm-hmm. And, like, that motherfucker definitely shouldn't. Have, he seemed straight, but by the time he got home, I mean he was basically blackout and he drove all the way home. Mm. Yeah, and uh, and Austin was of course talking about the many many times. I mean, I've known that motherfucker since we were like thirteen, <laughs> and you know I started drinking when I was like seventeen, and he was right there along with me. There's multiple times that man had alcohol poisoning with me, mm. and like we were talking about it. And I'm just they're laughing. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, guys, I was sick. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was ill. And, like, so there's there's that part where it's, like, you know, you have bad things that I'm sure that, you know. Oh, yeah. Plenty they, of shit. They didn't come from a place of bad. Like, I wasn't trying to hurt anybody or anything like that. We were just trying to have a good time. But you do make mistakes. It's bound to fucking happen. You're a human. But you also have, you also can make a lot of good impact. Um, I really inspired Preston to uh, write some music uh, that night. So... And that's just the most recent thing that I can think of where, you know, I inspired John because I quit to quit drinking. That man was in the ER a few days before I had quit. Really? Yeah. And so he, I mean, he really needed to quit. So it, I inspired him to quit. And um, he's he's not doing as well as me. He's still kind of, you know, he still kind of wants to go back to it. But in moderation, of course, I know that. Moderation is. It won't work. No. It won't work. You might be able to make it work for a while, but it won't work. You're going to think you're doing well, and then you're just going to be like, all right, ah, this yeah. is like 30 days. Let's go. Yeah, even like even like a, like day 13, I was I was talking to Jessica. I was like, you know, not this anniversary because it will be too close to when I quit, but maybe next year so I, I would have over you know, 400 days in. I was like, maybe we could split a bottle of wine for our anniversary. And the more and more 
it's like it's very obvious it's it's just <laughs> like i can't do it anymore mm-hmm. it's just not a thing <laughs> you're like it's over <laughs> it's over and and well, like you have those you have those like damn that this was in one of the books uh it was in two of the three books that i read like within the first week <laughs> and they're like you know you, when you first quit you'll have these rose colored glasses of the good times when you were drunken but then the longer you've been sober you stop and you think were they really good times eh <laughs> I don't know. The the things that made them good wasn't the alcohol. It was the people that I was around. It was the events that were happening. It wasn't the alcohol that made it good. I I always picture my... You know that uh, there's a visual on Kit Cuddy's newest, um, you know... Yeah. Uh, where he's just falling. Yeah. Yes. That's how I picture it every time I would like get, get super fucked up, where it's, I'm just falling and I'm just like listening to my music or like talking to my, all my friends, but I don't remember the conversations. So I just remember being there with my friends and not like... I I I look at those through rose colored glasses because I really enjoyed, you know, just like not being me sometimes, and I'm just like loose, and I'm like more open about things, and I'm like, cause like, you know, I hold back a lot of my opinions yes. from people, yes, and I just don't like, cause I know, like, if I if I was to tell these people these things, they would either a get mad that it's true, b get mad. <laughs> get sad that it's true or see they would actually accept the truth <laughs> mm-hmm. and so i'm like so when i tell them hey uh blah 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 they're like okay i could accept that and they're going their ways and then like when they're gone i would look at you and i'm like this motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> i would get super mad at them not to say that you talk shit behind people's backs or anything like that but what the fuck was that uh, <laughs> i don't know my phone just did something but um I don't think that you've ever told me anything that that wasn't like arguably true. Like you're not talking shit about somebody just to talk shit. Uh you'll you'll say something that you think is true about that person, but you think that they probably won't accept those truths and I get that a lot. Yeah, because I've, I I can't th- talk to them about it. Yeah, and I think and the reason I identify with that as of right now is because I think there was probably a lot of people who wanted to tell me to quit drinking, mm-hmm. but knew I wouldn't. I wouldn't hear that. I wouldn't hear those words. One one thing comes to mind specifically. Um, Austin Davis. We were. Uh, it was shortly after I moved to Cardinal Town, and I wasn't doing well mm-hmm. at first when I moved to Cardinal Town. But um, we were drinking together, and we were right out front of Cardinal Town, and you know, just cracking beers in the in the car and stuff. And he's like, "Hey, man, you should." You, you should probably slow down. Like, this is probably not very good for your health. And I just looked at him. I was like, I got this under control. And, like, I got to thank him for that. <laughs> I got to thank him for saying something. There's there's multiple people I need to thank for saying something. But, yeah, there's probably a lot of people who wanted to look at me and be like, you got to quit. Like, you got a fucking problem. Uh, but they knew I wouldn't hear it. And I'm, I'm, I apologize because I kind of fed into it. Because I was like, yeah, let's drink with Devin. I'm, I'll drink Devin. And it was like, blah, blah, blah. I was like, I didn't take in the fact that, like, hey, I should really say something. And I didn't really say anything until it affected me personally. And I was like, wow, I'm an asshole for that. So I apologize. No, don't apologize, dude. I was sick, like I said. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have listened to you. I would have been like, this fucking guy, he doesn't even know me. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have I gone that route, you know, because mm-hmm. I was an asshole. Anybody who would have said anything to me about drinking, I would have I would have wrote off completely, you know. And I think most people knew that. So, um, yeah, dude, I was, I was sick, man. I was fucked up. 
and understanding understanding the way it changed it changes your brain dude it really does it fucks it fucks with your shit man it really does mm-hmm. um yeah and you fucking need it too <laughs> it's <laughs> it's gross but i started uh i started documenting you know every couple of days um on a private account um and like on day 3 i ran my fastest mile and I just got on camera and I was like, fucking, I d- I've deleted it. Even though it's a private account, I've, I've deleted the video and I got on there and I was just, I was cussing people out. Cause even now, even tomorrow when I hit day 30, there's going to be a whole lot of motherfuckers out there that either think I can't keep going or hope I don't. And maybe they're, they're one and the same. I don't really know, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of motivation to prove those people wrong, you know, and not a lot of people know yet. You're one of the few, and like within, 15 maybe mm-hmm. but uh yeah when when people find out i hope uh i hope they want good for me but if they don't i i hope i can prove them wrong you know you're doing well when you have haters <laughs> yeah i guess so <laughs> yeah because why would it why would it i mean haters are gonna hate regardless mm-hmm. um but like if you're doing really really well you're gonna have a lot you're gonna notice a lot more people looking at you funny mm-hmm. they're like oh yeah oh that's cool that's great yeah, they'll be the ones like complimenting you up in person, but like, yeah, I honestly, I have nothing like bad. To, like your progress is amazing, and mm-hmm. I'm very proud of you. It's probably some of the best thing, some of the best things that I've seen, like ever. Thanks, man. <laughs> in a I person. appreciate that. Um, and it's just like, do you have anything that I should probably stop doing? No. Um. And let me tell you why. I don't I don't think first off, I can't high road anybody right now. Right. It's only twenty nine days. Yeah. Um I think that as long as you're happy and it's not affecting your life day to day, then you're probably okay. But if you find that you're hurting the people you love by doing the things that you're doing, or you're saying things that you don't mean then you're probably doing something wrong. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I haven't seen my mom in ages. You should go see your mom. Well, I don't <laughs> drive, so it's like, I, yeah. and then I like to smoke. And so that that's, yeah, that's the thing. Like, it, yeah, I have all my friends and stuff, but like, I haven't really hung out with my family because I moved out and stuff. And I don't want them to come visit me because I don't want them to see my bongs, my bottle, my graveyard. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, ah. I love them, but like, it's it, it's the idea. Like the main idea I grew up with is like, they'll be all right. Yeah, because like we're very independent people. Mm-hmm. But I remember the one time I went to a mental institution in Florida, and they were like, they were in fucking shambles. They were like, "Oh my god, when is Eric coming back? It's really fucking weird." I'm like, "What do you, what do you mean?" I, I well, they care about you. I know they were worried about you. My dad was willing to drive to fucking Florida. To come see me, <laughs> I would. Um, I you well, you know, I haven't talked to my mom in over a year, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole thing was is that I needed her to apologize about not wanting to be around my kids and stuff, um, because they thought that somebody might have tested for co- uh, positive for COVID around them, mm-hmm. um, and then dummies went and got COVID themselves. Um, and I was I was super salty about it, and uh, but because I was ill and drunk and stuff, I said some shit I didn't mean. But 
out of pride, I, I hadn't gone back and said anything. She just hit me up yesterday. Uh, she said, hey, I've had a, you know almost a year to think about it. Um, and I, you know, we apologized and everything. And it's just weird that that seemed to happen when things started changing in my life also. I don't know why I brought that up. I guess because you brought up your mom. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't seen my mom in a really, really long time. It. I feel so sorry for my parents because my mom told me, I think it was out of like anger and stuff, that I was more difficult than ra- to raise than like the girl she's had. Mm-hmm. Because like, I'm, because I want to say that they're like normal in the sense they don't like, I don't think my sisters have ADHD or like, I know they like get sad sometimes, but I don't think they have depression and stuff. And so like, that must've been like really hard to deal with. And like the fact that like, I was like a big fucking idiot my freshman year of high school and stuff and like that. And so I was easily like thrown into stuff. I've, I feel really bad for them that they had to deal with like that as their child. Mm. And they did a good job raising me in the sense of like, they did the best they could. I always felt like I have let them down in the sense I wasn't able to like, you know, be the the child that they wanted. But like in the end of the day, they would always tell me that they still love me. My mom still like tries to call me often and stuff. And I'd be at work and I'm like, hey, mom, I'm at work and I can't really. And so that one of those days, it's going to bite me in the ass where it's like my dad's going to call me. and I'm like, hey, dad, I'm at work. She was like, and I get some bad news from my father. So I don't want that to happen. And I can't really like I can't. I can't bring them over because I don't want to break their hearts because it, it shattered them when, like, you know, they got I made a joke and then my cousin snitched on me because he's a fucker. Um, <laughs> I made a joke about, like, doing edible. And you're like, do you smoke? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so, yeah. So I don't want to I don't want to bring them over for that. I just I don't know. It's just really it's a really awkward space for me. And I'm perfectly fine. Like, you know, well, no, I'm not. Uh, I'm okay with just like being this distant from them and like not and like focusing on what i do day to day because i live day to day at this point Mm -hmm. because of how work is and like how like how much responsibility i've taken on with like so many people that i have to care for and stuff like that that i like i'm perfectly fine not uh you know seeing them every day and talking to them but it's still affecting me like mentally because i'm like because uh uh it's been Three months since I've said I've missed my granddaddy. I used to say that all the time. Mm-hmm. Because, and he's been dead for like four years. Four, three, four years. Right. So it's just super weird that like, you know, I, I can't like that I don't see them. And I've been out of the house for like a couple months. And so I would like and I've been basically out of that house for a year. Mm-hmm. And I still miss uh, sometimes I listen to like gospel music. Because it reminds me of, like, all the times I would spend with my mom and, like, you know, all this stuff that we did together and stuff like that. I, like, still like going fishing. Like, I was determined to go fishing on my fucking the day before my birthday because I like spending time with them and stuff like that. Because they're basically just different versions of me. They're, like, better versions of me. Mm-hmm. Like, my mom has all, like, the personality and charm and refined. So she just knows. Like, I get my people ability from my mom. And I'm very, I don't know if I probably brought it up like a billion times before. And I, I apologize. I keep talking in a circle. Uh, but like my mom is just like a huge figure in my life every day because I just think about like 
I come with the mindset when it comes to people, how would my mom deal with this mm. in the healthiest way possible? And then my dad is just like, I don't know how this works, but I'm going to figure it out. And I'm too determined to get this to work. <laughs> I don't think you give yourself enough credit, bro. What do you mean? Well, think about it, man. They've, they've got years of experience of, of doing what you're doing right now. Mm-hmm. You know, living on your own and stuff. Of course, they're going to be better at it than you. You're still figuring out yourself. I'm 27. I still don't know the fuck. I am. <laughs> I'm still working on that shit. And now I got this whole other thing where I missed the last decade of my life. The majority, my entire adult life. I don't know who the fuck I am. That's a, that was a big fear of mine when I got on this, uh, the subreddit again, I got to say it. If you guys want to quit drinking, go to r slash stop drinking. They're, they're great over there. A big fear of mine was, I don't even know who I am without drinking. I don't even know who, who that is. I can I can I can tell you some things that I've known with like Devin without whenever you were sober or that I could Well, tell. but I wasn't <laughs> from what I could tell. Sure. You were like very funny. You were always there and then you've always been like dependable Thanks. for me. I was always like I was always able to go to you about the stuff whenever like I would feel like these people are like led me down. I knew you you have never let me down. Well, let me down once. Yeah. You've let me down once. Yeah. I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was I was super mad at John for it, but it's okay. <laughs> Cause I saw John and I was like, God fucking damn it. And then you came waltzing in and I was like, God fucking damn it. Yeah, me and John are like poison together. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, no! It was supposed to be me. Um yeah, no, and I'm really proud of him for quitting. I really am. He's a he's a train wreck, man. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, dude. I mean, I I one of the one of the, he was one of the first people I ever invited to our first impart, apartment. Mm-hmm. It was like day two of of ever meeting him. And I'm like, hey man, you want to come back to the place? He brought a whole fucking bar with him. <laughs> it's just like I've been drinking with this man for years, and he's a fucking nutcase. So. <laughs> Okay, so here's my here's my. Can I just give my honest opinion on John? Sure, call him out. John is basically a person with a thousand one skills who wants to help a bunch of people and wants to show people all these cool things, but yeah. people give him shit for it, and then he feels like he has to do more shit, and people give him more shit, and it's just a feedback loop. Or he just, John just wants to be accepted and love, and I love Correct. him. Like, I love John for that. Like, I love John because I know I've been John. Yep. And the only reason why I learned, like, you know, how not to, like, do that anymore is because I'm, like, I'm broke. <laughs> and then I also, like, I don't know. I just talk to people, and then, like, I don't know. I just feel, I just feel for John. Yeah. And I, I honestly wish I could hang out with him more so I could just talk to him. Mm-hmm. But I've just been so goddamn busy, John. If you listen to this, I'm about to say some shit. Uh, <laughs> uh, the picnic, mm-hmm. I, I gave him one job: feed everybody. Yeah, this man, and he was also in between jobs. He didn't have very much money. This man rents hundreds of dollars worth of equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, you were there, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, you know, I call him. I'm like, why are you spending all this money? Like. You know, there's a lot of people that are going to be there that all they do is talk shit about you and stuff. And he's like, Devin, I don't, 
I don't care. I just want them to like me. And I, that, that's when I left it alone. I was like, okay, all right, man, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. That's cool. I really, I really want to like, I really want to, I just want him to be okay. Cause that's like, that's a sign of someone's not okay <laughs> when they're like, he's not okay. I know he's trying to get better and he's doing no. really well. Yes. I he's believe struggling. in John. I believe in John. I just, the people give him so much shit because like sometimes he would like, like play some stuff up. Yeah. Like when he told me those are like, these are like super mushroom pills. I'm like, those are pain medications, but like, you know, I'll play it into <laughs> it for you. I'll play into it for you, bud. Yeah. There's that need to be accepted. I was really guilty of it as a teenager. Mm-hmm. But after getting called out on, on lies all the time, I was like, I can't. This sucks. Yeah. So, like, honesty is the best policy. I'll, I will tell the truth even if it makes me look bad or if I get in trouble. There was this one time when I was doing drugs at work and um, a long, long time ago. And Jessica came to pick me up. And I was like, okay, all right. I got it. I got to look straight. I got to, I get in the car within the first like 60 seconds of being in the car. I fucking snitched on myself <laughs> immediately. I was like, I can't lie. I don't want to do this. I'm I'm not a, I, I think I tell the truth. A majority of the, the only times when I really lie is when like it comes to like telling my parents what I'm doing or mm-hmm. like if I'm having a bad day and I'm like, no, I'm fine. I'm good. Yeah. I'm solid. Yeah. I'll I'm, do that too. I'm in shambles right now. <laughs> to me, that's like. I don't know if that's telling a lie. It's just like, you're just asking me, like, you're just being casual about it. You don't mean like, let's sit down for 45 minutes and talk about it, bro. It just, you just, it's just something you say to people like, Hey, how you doing today, man? It's like, if you actually meant it, let's go talk about it. (laughs) (laughs) One. Okay. (laughs) You got about an hour and a half to do a podcast. (laughs) So what I did recently was like, I remember it was like, I, forget, I don't know what episode it was. It was like either the Piper episode or uh, your episode where I literally was like, I'm doing all these things. And then I sat down. No, no, recently. It was more recently because it was including streaming where I sat down and I looked at everything and I was like, I am unsatisfied with everything that I've ever done. <laughs> this life, this mediocre life that I'm living is not okay. Because I was like, I was sitting in my room. I was like, yeah, I have this. And this, and this, and this, and this. But it's mediocre to me because I don't want this. Mm-hmm. Like, when you when you have a passion and then you have it for the longest time and then it's gone, you lose your shit. You get, you feel lost. Like, I used to be a, like, uh, okay, tuba player. That, that, I'm okay with that. I knew, I knew, like, I knew how to play and stuff like that. And I was, like, determined to go to Yovel. This is uh, this is uh, when I first auditioned for the School of Music. I already talked about this, right? No, I, I, not the not this in depth, not like this. All right, so I was like, all right, cool. I'm gonna do this, and I'm gonna be okay at it. I'm gonna be a great teacher. Blah 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 blah. And then I got that rejection letter. Mm-hmm. I, I I definitely did talk about that. Okay, so that was like I was like, okay, when that's snatched from you, you're just in a different headspace because you're like, I can't do this. And then you turn around and you look at all those opportunities and stuff that you could have done. And then it's like, I could have been doing this. Mm-hmm. So all this time I was so tunneled vision that I didn't ex- like, didn't even like expand my opportunities and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And so when I came home from like a shitty day of work and I just looked at all the stuff and I was like, this is what works giving me a busted shoulder and foot fucking uh, anger towards people that I don't even know. And I could like, 
why why not just like do what I want to do for once instead of being pushed to do stuff. So I was like, that's why I bought the tuba because mm -hmm. I want to play tuba. I'm like people say I have like sporadic behavior. It's only sporadic to the outside because like I've always planned on buying a tuba. I just decided to do it now instead of later. Yeah. 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 I've always wanted to do a podcast. I just decided to do it. Everybody has plans to do it later, but what if later never comes? Right. Yeah. So I just like every time you see me doing something new, it's because I fucking wanted to do it. A lot of people are too scared to do shit. Mm -hmm. Like people are like, yeah, uh, like for example, with uh, our podcast, they're like, yeah, uh, we just need to build the table. We've been talking about this table for ages. Mm -hmm. I'm not gonna like put all my eggs in this basket if I don't see any progress. Mm -hmm. So I'm just not gonna like, like I. I'm a very, like, if I do not see something getting done, then either A, I'm going to do it, or B, I'm just not going to, it's never going to happen. Mm -hmm. So I've always been, like, I don't know what, a, a go-getter. Yeah. No, and that's why I attacked it so hard, because I'm the same way. Mm -hmm. um, and there's a lot of people, I think that I have an edge over a lot of um people that are in this industry because it's so saturated as you know but yeah i have a tenacity and i'm consistent and i'm reliable mm -hmm. we've been doing this for a year mm -hmm. these episodes are coming yeah uh we've got the 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 website out um we're i said we'd be do, we'd get on youtube we're on youtube um, I said we'd be doing all these other shows. We're doing all these other shows. Um, and I'm going to keep fucking doing it. I'm not going to quit. And yeah. even if it means five years from now, I'm still not making a dime. It's not going to matter to me. You're just doing something I'm, that you thought about. Yeah, I'm having a good time, man. Good and dog. you you, you uh, inspired me, obviously. I talked about it multiple times. You inspired me to do it, and thank God you did. But because I started to do this and because I realized this is still just doing podcasts, audio podcasts, realizing that this is still fun for me. Now I can start talking about spending almost three grand on a computer because I want to video edit because now I want to break into video. And as we've talked about before, video is way more expensive. Yeah. But because I, I can tell that this is something that I want to keep doing, fuck it, I'll spend the money on it. Exactly. I'll, I, but yeah, I'm consistent. <laughs> I'm not going to, you're not going to call me ne next month and be like, yo, where's, you know where you where's Gray Man been? Yeah, nah, dude, it's not happening. Nah, it's, got, it's we still here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> we still doing it. My favorite thing about myself, if I have to put a favorite thing on it, is like my ability to like, if I want to do something, I'll just like, I'll make a mini plan, mm -hmm. like loosely thrown together, scratch, yeah. and then it happens, and yeah. then it, and then people are like, <laughs> "How the fuck did you do that?" They're like, because, like, that podcast was out of the fucking blue. I was yeah. like, I'm just going to start interviewing people, and we're going to talk like I usually do. And then they're like, they're like, okay, sure. And then I fucking did it. And then yeah. people were like, holy fuck, I didn't know that about that person. I want to start fucking streaming. I'm like, all right, cool. All I need is this, this, and this. All right, done. I did it. I pulled in, like, 11 followers. <laughs> so I'm like, when I, I have to like something a lot. Like, I have to like something a lot for me to, like, care. Because, like... Like, people, I love, I love people, so I, I don't care about it. Like, I don't care about, like, money as much because I, like, I'll spend. It's a means to the ends. Yeah. I need money to do stuff. Yeah. 
but I don't want money. If I don't need money to do something, I'm just gonna like do it without it. When people ask me, like, "Hey, man, I'm very broke," I'm like, "Like, I gave a homeless person like a hundred bucks because I did like." <laughs> They're like, yeah, man. Like, I gave a dude a hundred bucks because he's like, yeah, I lost a hundred dollars. And I think that dude walked out with it. I was like, here's a hundred dollars. I don't really. You that's when probably, I was working at Kroger's. You should probably stop doing that. No, I, I haven't done that in ages. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, I'll give people like food and stuff like that. Like, I like to help people and I like to do stuff. Um, like, I just that's the reason why I'm getting really frustrated with work because I can't do stuff because I have to plan around work. Right. And your schedule isn't even reliable because people call off and stuff like that. Yeah, and I have to come like you know, do stuff that I don't want to. Well, speaking of your streaming, uh, we're gonna be doing we're gonna be launching Gray Man Gaming soon. Fuck yeah! If you want to do any gaming videos with us, let me know. Uh, bro, I'm planning on playing uh, Halo. Yeah, playing through all the Halos, uh, being a complete dick to whoever plays with me. <laughs> Like I'm gonna sticky bomb their banshee and it's gonna be a fucking amazing. Um, I'm planning on streaming uh, Fallout Four. I've never played that Fallout. It's good. I, well, I mean, a lot of people don't like it, but yeah, I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's gonna be fun when I fuck it up because I'm just gonna kill so many things. Yeah. Um, and then I'm planning on streaming my favorite games. So I pl- I like the stream Need for Speed because it makes me so fucking mad because the times. The time trials fucking suck because they're like, all right, here's your set time. Oh, also, if you take this shortcut, you're not going to make it. So I'm like, fuck, all right, cool, bet. So my friend, he's just been beating my records while I've been off and stuff. So I want to get back. I'm probably going to get back into streaming. Um, I'm probably going to start re-recording Everyday People soon. It's been like two months. I think having a creative outlet is important very important it'll really reduce some fucking stress (laughs) yeah i just i'm just happy that i'm on this like i think i've had like a more clear conversation i've had on these thoughts from the mothership being sober Mm -hmm. usually when i'm drunk i'm like fuck this person (laughs) (laughs) yeah i mean it i go back and like i've been uh like our current wolf takes a bite episodes are still back when me and john were drinking pretty heavily during the episodes and i'm listening i'm like you can tell we're having a good time but it's an incoherent mess and I'm just like, man, I, I wish we could go back and, and do this a little different. And But then at the same time now that we're recording the new episodes, it's like we're having to refine that rhythm. Mm-hmm. We're not bouncing off each other as much because we're not drunk and we're more doing. So it, it's a balance, man. It's weird. It's been weird being sober during these things, but I'm excited to do it. It's a new chapter. Uh, but I'm trying to like. One of the one of the weirdest things I've always grown up doing because I was like I had a section like I did my life in sections, so like from like eighteen to twenty five I was like, "Fuck off, do whatever, do all the things you want to do because as soon as you hit twenty six you're gonna be sober." And I'm like, "Oh, oh," and I'm looking at it. I'm like, "Oh, okay." I'm in the middle of it, so I'm just having a fucking ball right now. Yeah, I haven't like. I still haven't fucked someone in my bed, so that's still on the on the bucket list. It's always been someone else's place. Yeah. Um, but like I still need to like and then my plan from like twenty six to like thirty six was just like build a foundation of stuff that I want to do with all the life experience I've gained from like t- eighteen to twenty five. And then after like thirty six to like forty six, it's like just be the most chill person possible where I just talk slow and then like I'm like realistic about things and then people just enjoy talking to me more because I feel like when if I if I get the opportunity to be old 
I'd probably be the coolest old man to ever exist. Because <laughs> that was one of my dreams was to be the coolest person someone's ever met. And that's why, like, I, I overshare things. Like, I really overshare. So when, like, I go to restaurants and I'm, like, high as fuck, I look at the waiter like, you have to be a little patient with me. I'm fucking, <laughs> fucking high right now. I'm They're lit. <laughs> One time we were at the beach in Miami and I looked at the, the lady selling umbrellas and stuff like that. I'm like, man, I'm on acid. Can I just buy it? Some candy and some soda for me, please. And she was like, oh, yeah, this is Miami. This ain't new. <laughs> well, you're going to have to come back on um, again soon. But uh, we're pretty much at the end here. Thanks oh. thanks for coming back, man. Oh, anytime, dog. Appreciate it. Um, I guess if y'all, he's not doing it right now, but if y'all want to go listen to him, Everyday People, wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, if we crack 3,000, I'll come back. 3,000 overall reviews. I'll come back. Go pump those numbers, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much. All right. Thanks for thanks thanks again, Eric, man. I appreciate that. Anytime, my dude.